Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. It's fascinating to think that if the pandemic had hit 10 years ago, it would have been very difficult to shift to a work-from-home model. If it had hit 20 years ago, it would have almost been impossible. The big difference is technology, the connectivity that allows us to work from almost anywhere, and the cloud technology that makes collaboration possible. But now, 18 months down the track, it's time for business to consider the way forward. It's almost inevitable that many businesses will adopt a hybrid approach, a mix of working from home and office hours underpinned by technology. Luke Clark is the Chief Executive of Canon Business Services, a supporter of Fear and Greed. We're all familiar with Canon, a company with more than 80 years' experience in technology. Canon Business Services is about the future, working with companies to combine technology and processes to improve productivity and engagement. Luke Clark, welcome to Fear and Greed. Thanks, Sean. Great to be here. Would we have been able to do what we're doing now 10 years ago, let alone 20 years ago? Yeah, it would have been, it would have been tough, wouldn't it? I think you know, if you go back a couple of decades when we were so office-bound and dependent on physical location with not a lot of collaboration systems, that's for sure to be able to bring businesses to life through something like the pandemic. And I think you know, with collaboration technology only just emerging at that point, no iPhones to, yeah. to support from a smartphone perspective and I think also culturally and from a leadership perspective, you know, very traditional leadership at that point in time, probably more focused on leadership by sight rather than than by outcome, let alone flexible working and work-life balance. I think, you know, it's very different. And today is so different in that regard. It's a really interesting point. We've I mean, lots of people have spoken about COVID, fast-forwarding the use of technology and collaboration tools by a decade or so. But you mentioned culture there. Is it the same, the fact that COVID has actually fast-forwarded how people manage people as, as well. I think so. I think, you know, we used to manage by sight. You had your, your team around you and you could inspect and, and talk to them and understand where, where they're at, where now we've really had to shift to that outcome-based leadership approach. Yeah. Do you think when you talk about this, certainly pre-COVID and then throughout COVID, often it's a lot of the international companies and the technology companies like Canon who are a long way in front in terms of managing staff. Maybe it's because they're across so many geographies and, and distances. Do you think it has actually been easier for big companies and particularly technology companies like Canon to do it compared to some of the smaller operators and more localized operators? I think so from probably some of the investment and in technology was in place that some of the smaller local businesses didn't have. But really, I think where you know, businesses are successful is in those relationships with customers, employees, and that's really the pointy end of the business. And I think both international businesses and local businesses have been challenged with building those relationships with yeah. employees and customers during the pandemic, not just um, local businesses. Yeah. So companies moved very quickly and big technology companies enabled companies to move quickly. The model that we have now, is that the model that you think will be the same in two or three years time? Or do you think there's still a bit of evolution to go in the next few years in terms of how a company's run, how people are managed, how they deal with clients, that type of thing? Yeah, I think there's probably a bit of a balance still to happen. And you know, we saw the positive effects where employees were able to prove that they could work from home and as a consequence, there's probably been a short-term productivity gain. But on the on the flip side and the negative side, I think without that connection and collaboration that we've really been challenged around idea generation and, and innovation. And so how do we now balance that as leaders and, and get that 
flexibility versus connection and collaboration, right? So I think there's still some balancing to happen as we come out of the lockdowns and pandemic to get it right. But we have come a long way. Oh, absolutely. I think so. You know, sometimes when you're forced into situations, you you evolve more quickly. And I think we've seen that happen. And we're in scenarios where we didn't think it would work remotely for employees. It's been proven that it, that it can. Okay. Now, the cloud is one of those terms which, you know, five years ago, we'd all heard of without really knowing what it was. And today, most of us operate be it their email accounts or their work accounts via cloud-based services. Have most businesses embraced the cloud at this point? I think it's a, you know, it's a bit of an evolution. I think majority of organisations are using cloud in one way, shape or form. Whether they're embracing it is still to be seen. And I think you know, see stats like Gartner saying that cloud growth will be in the market growing by 20% year on year from this year to next year. So I think there's still opportunities. Continuity is, is one. You know, where systems have been able to stood up uh, remotely and easily and businesses have been able to work through the pandemic because of cloud with you know data that follows them around rather than being office based as we spoke about earlier but also it being a, a platform for growth and agility if you look at external factors like growing your business and standing up new capability quickly and testing it and innovating and being competitive and then if that doesn't work turning it off with really limited risk especially from a capital investment Luke, I'm going to sound really ignorant here, but sort of operating in businesses that have been in the cloud for a while, I can't imagine not being in the cloud. Are there disadvantages of it? I mean, we seem to be beyond the security concerns. What are the disadvantages of operating the cloud? Look, I think, you know, there there can be disadvantages. Not every, you know, scenario is is solved by cloud or or public cloud. And I think as as leaders, we need to be careful and, and choose the scenarios that best suit our business from a total cost of ownership perspective. We're seeing some organizations fall into pitfalls around, you know, unexpected costs and, and bill shockers, you know, it's, it's known and getting that balance right between what's the right solution for your organization. That may not always be cloud. It often is, but it's not always. Okay. Luke, stay with me. We'll be back in a minute. I'm speaking to Luke Clark, CEO of Canon Business Services. Now, something else that you've highlighted is automation in in things you've written previously is the idea of automation as one of the main business processes that technology has helped to unlock. What sort of automation are you talking about? And then I want to, then I'm just interested in the cultural aspects around that too. Yeah, so for us, automation is focused on solutions around robotics process automation or workflow automations and some machine learning capability. So taking organizations along a transformation journey and really pulling out um, repetitive tasks and making them more efficient or improving customer experience. The employee angle is, is an interesting one, I think. As long as organizations are taking a strong change management approach to that, and that is you know, taking the employees along the journey why are we making this transformation? Why is it beneficial to the business and what does it mean for you? Then they're going to be much more successful in those implementations. And we're seeing that with our customers that take those softer aspects and the organizational change management approach, getting much better outcomes and a much more engaged team uh, overall. And the reality is that often automating some of those more repetitive aspects of roles actually creates more interesting work for others anyway 
And rather than lose jobs, you actually can build whole new businesses on it. Yeah, and or, or grow more efficiently is what we're seeing. So a financial services customer of ours was challenged with processing applications for customers with speed and accuracy. Yeah. And we uh, implemented a solution with them that really had those repetitive tasks removed and enabled their employees to focus on improving customer experience overall. Yeah, okay. So what about the security challenges of the way we work now? There's a lot of noise about it and we hear lots about cyber security and increased risks that come with remote working. If I'm a business and I'm thinking about the long-term hybrid model, how do I factor that into it? Yeah, it's a big area, hot topic, that's that's for sure. And you know, remote working has really expanded the IT attack surface for, for all organisations. You've got people working differently and, and remotely in different scenarios. And so that coupled with increased volumes and sophistication of attacks, it's challenging. And I think for us, what we're seeing, the biggest challenge, you know, outside, there's plenty of technology solutions to support a business, but the biggest challenge is employee awareness and education. They're really that last line of defence. And really, for most businesses, security isn't their core business. So I'd be looking to find the right partner that can understand your business and deliver a risk-based security model that really, really works for you and gives you that protection and, and comfort in such a complex area. Okay. And, and then again, to some extent, that comes down to workplace culture as well, that people are actually thinking about it. That's right. I think for CEOs and especially get such board level attention now, really that culture that information security is important. You know, it's not a secondary thing. It is an important piece to protect your information asset. It's interesting talking to someone like you, Luke, who is steeped in technology, but everything we've spoken about this morning, you know, you talk about it's not just technology, it's culture and technology together. Yeah, absolutely. You know, businesses lives and breathes by their culture. And so getting your culture right as a foundation is your most important thing. Technology will support that, you know, technology will be the glue, but it's the culture that will make it run or or not run, be successful. And just one final one, we've seen businesses come a long way over the last 18 months. Do you think that we'll now have a period where people are kind of bedding down change or generally they'll be more open to change post-pandemic, they'll become more agile, more willing to lean into technologies. Do you think we're just going to see that opening up over coming years or do you think people will become more conservative because they just need a break from it? <laughs> yeah, I understand the need a break angle, that's that's <laughs> for sure. But, you know, the change that had to happen during the pandemic for survival was considerable and kind of seeing two approaches where organisations had to transform their business quickly to survive, Yeah, whether that was getting employees working remotely overnight or standing up new online capability just to be able to transact. And those organisations are probably a little bit focused now on how to make that more efficient and secure. Yep. Secondly, then you've got organisations that when they did transform, the speed of transformation was so rapid and impactful that it's kind of set the expectation of what can be achieved. And CEOs, I think, including myself, are saying, well, how do we harness that energy to deal with pain points in my business today and, and make me even better and give me a competitive advantage. Yeah, interesting. Luke, thank you very much for talking to Fear and Greed. Thanks, Sean. That was Luke Clark, Chief Executive Officer of Canon Business Services, a supporter of this podcast. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Join me every morning for the full Fear and Greed podcast with all the business news you need to know. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your day.